0: You're listening to The for Vertigo Episode 111 Something kind of vertigo going on here I've been seeing fables in my dreams I've been laying scalped out here for hours In this, swapping new Orleans I've been reading spells from books Magic trying just to help Blaze trails to you Feeling like a loser So so tragic Feeling like I'm left to preach after all the time spent moving, all oh, so slow, it's something kind of vertigo. Welcome, it's the beginning of another edition of V for Vertigo, where I'm in the air everywhere, streaming on the vast world wide web. And this podcast is one man's journey into the world of all things vertigo comics, because everything else is just picture books. I'm your host, Mark Yo, moi, goi, goi, fa, ni, zao. Yo, moi, goi, goi, fa, zao. Johnson, in this week's Spoiler Field Review, we'll cover Day Tripper by Fabio Moon and Gabrielle Ba. And hello, everybody. I'm back. Did you miss me? As usual, the answer is probably no. And you would think that even though it's been a fortnight, that I could have read more or something, but. I did actually spend uh, time reading Daytripper. It kind of took me two weeks. And according to the next uh, trade on my list, um, I don't know. I'll try to get it done in a week. But man, (laughs) it's also really thick. So, uh, I am back. And I wanted to talk about um, Netflix. Now, I'm sure you already know the big brouhaha. Uh, about them raising their, well, raising their prices, and people are all up in arms. And I've been watching a lot of Netflix, as you can tell going by my. you One more thing, I've been watching a lot of Jackie Chan adventures. It is a great cartoon show. It's still great, easily within my top five. I was so psyched. When I saw they had it, I was like, "Oh, they got Jackie Chan Adventures!" That was like scrolling through the episodes. Oh, they got all ninety-five episodes. But anyways, um, what was I gonna say? Okay, so everyone should watch Jackie Chan Adventures because it's it's great. If you like Jackie Chan, even if you don't, it has to do with it has a great diverse cast. El, El Toro, and Paco, and Viper, and Belmont, and Matsu and Shindu, and Uncle, and of course, Yade. Okay, what was I going to say? Oh, so a few months ago, I may have mentioned it, that I first subscribed to Netflix, and I only paid their stream for, what's it like $7.99 a month. And I find myself watching a lot of stuff now um, uh, on my TV, as opposed to streaming it or downloading it on the internet. But... Yeah, okay, so, I think people are making a big brew, ha-ha, over nothing. Um, Unless you watch, well, what is it, what was I going to say? Oh, okay, this, uh, damn it, gotta concentrate on one train of thought, okay. So I think there isn't much of an overlap between those that stream and then those that don't. You gotta really think about it. Uh, when it comes to automatic bill payments every month, everyone generally overpays or doesn't use their service as much. Whether it be gym memberships, um, the ultra duper club card to wherever, um, or Netflix. Like, there are people that would be, oh, okay, I get the streaming, but we'll watch the DVDs, and then people that do vice versa. So now, just just kind of forces you to do one or other, and I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's that much of an overlap. Um, I mean, well, let's see. I think, uh, during, well, at least in my own limited experiences, uh, friends and family either watch. They they really do just choose one. Rarely do people do both. Now I can see where people get their panties all up in a bunch. Or uh, because I wanted to watch some Quantum Leap, some Hercules. I still haven't seen the last episode of Hercules. And probably like last half of the last season. But when I went, I saw it. I was like, ooh, that's on Netflix too. But not every episode is available. And that is is my problem. And I think that's the biggest problem. Either have everything up for streaming, like Charmed is now on or Jackie Chan Adventures, or Star Trek. I don't understand why they're not releasing DS9 until October. Or have nothing on stream. It's very annoying to be like, Oh, okay, I can watch it. Oh, this is a random episode where I need to order the DVD. Now you can't do that. Now, people don't understand that, yes, Netflix is making money. But those licensing fees... Are real fucking expensive. I don't know how much they are, but... You gotta figure, especially with... Netflix... Making... Uh, more money... Um, that... or Dominating... Again, it's only like in one country, too, for now... That the Hollywood is like, oh, we could... Raise the prices. Although, as Netflix starts to expand... I uh, See, I don't know, because then there'd be foreign licensing... It all gets very hazy when that happens, but they are expanding in South America. And what's interesting is, my this is on a related note, my friend told me that a company is working on doing a Netflix service where you stream movies, but it's really expensive. I think he said it is like fifty bucks a month. I hope I'm able to talk about this. Uh, there's like fifty bucks a month. And it streams movies that are out in theaters. But. We did the math. And I was like 50. I, I'm pretty sure it's 50. 50 bucks a month. is like. How often do you go to the theater? I mean, you would have to watch a lot of movies. To make up for it. Like I was like. I can see reviewers. And people in the industry. But. Anyone else. Like your average Joe is like 50. There's like 30. Or something. But. So, that, that'd that be interesting. So, I think people are worrying about Netflix over nothing. It's just... There's a problem with today's world. Is that if you take something away, even if people don't use it, even if people don't need it, even if people don't care about it, they're going to bitch and moan about it. Like, you took it away. You took it away. What about my rats? What about my rats? Blah, blah. One more thing. Now, it's just they always... You always bitch moan. You could be like, you could do the most, at least in this country, and in the West, you could take something away, and people be like, oh no, oh no, I can't, oh no, I can't live without it. And then the vocal minority just bitches and fucking moans. It's like, dude. So, I'm kind of surprised. Well, I don't know. I think if Netflix had waited a year, but I mean. Considering everyone's streaming, Netflix is uh, on the computer, on Roku, on all three consoles, on smartphones, and something else. Yeah, it's like, if you have none of those, then just pick the DVD option. Alright, pick the DVD option. So, I suppose uh, we should get to the news this week, because there is a bit of news. Vertigo News. So this week... Is uh, San Diego Comic Con. And if per chance you're hearing this while you're at Comic Con, before you're at Comic Con, um, please pick me up the Back to the Future Hot Wheels uh, diorama thing because it is awesome. And I'll pay you back. It's only like 35 bucks and I'll pay for shipping. Uh, okay, but there's some vertigo panels that might be interested, you people. So on Thursday, July 21st, for the weird time of 5.45 to 6.45. It's very awkward. This is probably their most interesting panel. It is a Vertigo editorial in room... All of these are in room 6D. And the moderator is Karen Berger and John Cunningham. And it features... uh, If anyone listening, maybe I... I know they streamed, they streamed it online last year. Someone can send me that link again. It's featuring Bill Willingham for some strange reason. Scott Snyder. Well he, he does get his own panel. Uh, Jeff Lemire. Michael Alfred Alred. Al, that's a weird name. The dude from iZombie. Uh, Mark Buckingham. Let's see. Les Klinger. The Annotated Sandman. Really, Rebecca Gua. A Flight of Angels, Colleen Doran, Gone to Americay. Well, that sounds weird. And many others. Jesus, it's like a panel of 20. So, hmm, that's weird. I actually want to go to that. Uh, I don't know about that. See, I thought, uh, at least when I read the title, because it says Vertigo Editorial, I thought it would be a discussion with, about, uh, answering questions from Karen Berger or John Cunningham. And then he's got I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven—at least eight people, and many others for only an hour. It's like Christ. So, and you know who's going to be hogging up all the time? Um, the first three people, maybe three and a half. Like, and I kind of feel sorry for. Well, less Klinger uh, I don't know that one. Annotated Sandman. I feel sorry for. The two chicks, Rebecca Guay and Colleen Doran. Uh, I've never heard of their work. But you would think, but, uh, see, it's kind of hard. You, you got the big boys, and then you got them, and people. Uh, most people probably have never heard of their work. I don't even know if it's out. It might be. And then they're like, how are you going to compete with that? So, it's going to be interesting. And then, of course, I actually feel sorry for the and many others. who Couldn't even get listed okay, so the following day Friday from five thirty to six thirty vertigo see what american M- uh, vampire like i don't know wow why, why these guys with their own panels why are they with the 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 vertigo editorial panel um moderator john Cunningham, editor mark doyle that makes no sense. Um. Let's see. It's about the American Vampire, and it's gonna have Scott Snyder, artist Raphael Albuquerque. Oh, and editor Mark Doyle. Why do they list him in the moderator section? I really just did a copy and paste, people, from uh, Vertigo's blog. And then on Saturday, they don't have they don't have much of a presence this year. they have a rather large DC presence, and I don't really know why. Hmm. Um. Speaking of which, if you want to buy all 52 titles, you can get them at DCBService.com for 78 bucks, which apparently is a deal. I don't know. it's a lot of comics. That's a lot of money for one batch of comics that most of them won't probably be good. Our mini-series, and you won't enjoy most of them, and then you have other orders. Uh, yeah, but good luck with that. Okay, so on Saturday, same room, 7-8, it's everyone's favorite... God, uh, Vertigo Fables moderator Shelly Bond. I don't know who John Cunningham is, but he's in everywhere. Um, I should probably make it. I, I do a Google search, but his name's as fucking common as my name. So, in this Vertigo uh, Fables panel, let's see, there's uh, Willingham, and Buckingham, and Steve Leola and who cares? Okay, so. That is it for the Vertigo or the news. I'm sure after this week there'll be a lot more news. Knock on wood, hopefully. I I can I can guess, right? I really should give Sweet Tooth another shot. I really want iZombie. Mm-hmm. But uh so yeah, uh I hope you had fun at or enjoy. Depending on when you listening to this uh, San Diego Comic Con. One of these days I'll go and no, I probably won't, it's too crowded uh, But pick me up that Hot Wheels, Back to the Future Shit, I want that, it's awesome Alright, so enough of, enough of that Let's get down to it And now it's time for the rundown So, this one is by Day Tripper by Fabia, Fabio Moon And Gabrielle Ba Now, when I first heard about this book A long ass time ago it's like a year, it's like a year or two, a year and a half. Sometime I heard about it. I wasn't interested. Because it was like, oh, it's day tripper. Alright, cool title. Then I go, oh, slice of, slice of life book. All right, sounds fucking boring. Even if it's in Brazil, that means A, I'm going to relate to, I'm not going to relate to it because it's in Brazil. Or best case scenario, I do relate to it. But it's a slice of life, so how exciting can it be? Now, what's interesting about this is that while I'm a writer, and the uh, main story is about this bra, he's a writer, and his father, I find it interesting, the stories of other writers, but most people, you know, don't. And what's funny is I think a couple of editors have... Well, something I personally told me. And then you just hear that. Editors go, well, I no, no one wants to read about, um, you know, ra- like how hard it is to be a writer. What it's like to be a writer. Or even how it's interesting you make it, add a twist, whatever. I mean, I got rejected like that. And I was like, no one wants to read about that shit. And lately, you know what I've been reading? A lot about that shit. So, uh, I saw Daytripper. And I've heard good things about it. I was like, fuck it. Let me put in my, tray, my my orders at instocktrades.com where I saved at least 38% on this bad boy. Maybe even 42%. So, Day River. It's, it's really weird. Right, let me see if I can break it down. Okay, so like I said, it stars Bras de Olivia Domingos. Let me chat. Braz de Alevia Domingos. He's Brazilian. He's a miracle child of uh, the famous Brazilian writer. And Braz is kind of a writer. I say kind of because he writes obituaries. But Braz wants to be a successful author himself. And while his dad's famous, see, I was kind of weird I was like, well, okay, his dad is famous. He wants to be a famous author. But today, you know how hard that is? So, okay, so this book is told when he's young. And it just goes, it's weird. It goes through his life. Uh, he meets this girl. But then at the end, at, okay, it took me a, a couple issues to figure out this because I didn't understand it. At the end, ...of each issue... Braz dies... ...in like the most tragic way... ...uh... ...was he healed, drowned... ...uh... Hit, ...hit by a bus I think... ...heart attack in one... ...like as... ...like it progresses from... ...except for one issue... ...where it's a flashback of when he was a kid... ...it progresses in sequential order... ...but... ...uh... ...before that... You, ...he dies and I'm like... ...well he dies... ...like... He died before his child was born, and he died after, so it's, it's, it's all, very weird, and then I realized, oh, I get it, he's, uh, you know, an obituary is. What are, what are those called, obituaries, obituers, obitu-something, so I didn't, I didn't, I mean, that's pretty much what the story is, and at the end of the book, well, it doesn't say he's died, but he's really old, so he's on the verge of dying. Yes, she has tumas. What's t- I do not have a tuma. It is not a tuma. <laughs> you gotta love Arnold. <laughs> Never gets old. So, that's pretty much the, like, summary. It's hard to say because it really is a slice of life uh, the book in uh, Brazil. But like I said, I was thrown off in the beginning about what Day Tripper was about. I mean, I read the back and I was like, okay... It's about this dude, I was like, mm, but then he died in the first issue, and I was like, okay, well he died, and then I read the second issue, and, uh, he, and these issues, I don't know how long they are, but this is a thick book, and it seemed longer, and then the second issue, he died, and I was like, well he died again, how did, how did he do that, and then uh, I was like, oh, I guess this is like, okay, and then I was like, I guess this is like Groundhog Day. Because he didn't really seem to age either. And it just was like, oh, well, maybe it's like Groundhog Day. He's got a girl. And I was like, what? Well, eventually I got it. So, but I do wonder for people that read it in like floppies. Because I don't, I don't remember if this was bi-monthly um, or monthly. But either way, it got to be like, oh, well, he died. And then they, 30 days well, he died. What happened? So I don't know if anyone read this in issue single issues, but I wondered if it affected you. But I did figure out the format, and it is Brawl's life, and he does die, quote unquote. But I'm slow, and I didn't catch on. I really did think it was a kind of time loop, and the the blurb doesn't help. So, like I said before, I was a little worried. That a slice of life story would be boring, but Day Tripper is not. The format of the story really works, but it makes me wonder if it would work without the whole dying thing. I don't. I don't. I think the story the brothers were trying to tell it would not work or not be as strong. Because that's like the theme or something of the book. So, like I said, uh, you can either relate to a slice... Most people can relate to a slice of life. Despite language, although that doesn't really matter here. Except cultural differences. I mean, we all grew up. We all want to have sex, not be alone. We all... Well, no. Half of us want to leave our mark in the world. The other half wants to be happy. Um... So we we generally have family Or we used to have family But you know So people people can relate Um, That's how I related on that But I See I wish I could interview them But my What do they speak in Brazil I want to say Portuguese Portuguese maybe Either Well both my Portuguese and my Spanish sucks Because I, I would love to ask them why did they end with the pretense of broad dying? Where did that come from? All right, would it be as strong? And would the title still be day tripper? Cause you gotta figure, he's tripping. It's cause I figured he, he was gonna daydream uh, eventually, but at his boring job as we all do, but he didn't really daydream. He did his work, and then, boom, he was dead. And I was like, whoa. or like, whoa. I'm, but, I mean, I was kind of disappointed in something. Like, in one issue, he met the met eyes with this girl. And he's like, oh, I knew in that moment um, I would fall in love with her, or spend the rest of my life with her. But then he doesn't do anything about it. And then it ends with him getting, I think, hit by a car or something. Um, but in the next issue, he's she's about to have a kid. And he's like, oh, I guess he did get with her. But it never really showed. Which is funny because it showed how he got with the hotter, like, his first love. But she was a bit of a bitch. Kind of a deja vu there. What if that'll happen to me. To be fair, I like the bitches. I mean strong head strong willed females I'm a lot to put up with <laughs> anyways let's talk about the art um, it's great so they're twins but they go by Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba I'm assuming those are their middle names or something maybe it's like a Brazilian thing I don't know That'd be weird if they were, those were both their last names and they were different. So their art is really good. I don't know who's the artist, who's the writer, or if they both do it. Now, like, the art is damn good. And apparently they've worked... Like, people have heard of them. And they've worked all these comics in... The, I think at the end of the book it said all these various countries. You know, here, Europe, South America, I think Japan... I've never heard of them. So they work well together, kind of like the Luna brothers. And uh, the art, very simple, yet very colorful and detailed. I'm not an art guy, because I'm a writer. So I like te- technical terms. But this shit right here. Oop, I'm snagging something over. This shit here is very good. It is awesome. So. You could buy it just for the art alone, which would be stupid. But um, read the story. It's very good. All good. Now, I think it's so good, in fact, that if anyone from Hollywood is listening, that it should be adapted into a movie. I think it would be an awesome film. I think people could relate. Now, would it work better as a foreign film? You know, I hate subtitles. Might, not, might be cheaper. Might get that foreign market, but foreign movies uh, don't really, generally speaking, don't really pick up over here. But would would straight being a straight American movie still set in Brazil? Uh, would that work? If, if we're speaking English, I don't know. I think it. I think it'd work along the lines of the History of Violence or Road to Perdition, films like that. So, if anyone's listening, make it make it so Now, one more thing Nah, no, I got no more things No more things Hey, y'all uh. <laughs> I'm gonna watch me some Jackie Chan So, I would like to give uh, Day Tripper You know what? Uh, I've been giving a lot of threes lately About three and a half We're gonna give Day Tripper a five So, thanks for listening, everybody Glad to be back up when I look down at the next trade. I uh, appreciate it if you left me some feedback on iTunes. Can support the show by buying my DRM free ebook catalyst, The Passage of Hell's Fire. Available everywhere. Next week's pick will be Fables, the Good Prince. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, you can email me at vertigocast at and you can go to the comicforums.com and buy my comics. To see what's coming up, visit the website at vforvertigo.blogspot.com I'm also part of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at comicspodcast.com You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash And you can play against me, or er, with me at wordfeud, deusface D-E-U-S face. One word. I select though. Um, and remember, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle. But you can't win much either. And like that yeah. Mm-hmm.